you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together, we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Fantasy Freaks and Geeks, what's up? We welcome you in to the NFL Fantasy Life Podcast. James Coe here with you, joined alongside. Oh my goodness, we've got a packed house tonight or today. We got the magical beard of fantasy. We got Matt Franciscovich in the building. What's going on? What's cracking? How you doing, pal? I'm doing great. Had a wonderful night. Uh, some football. We got a bunch more football tonight. Oh, man. I got some stories for daily daps. Oh, man. I'm ready to roll. We got some football today. Did you get a lot of sleep last night or something? You None. <laughs> I, got, I got less sleep than I normally do, actually. He's jacked today. I like it. We got the whiz kid from Wisconsin, Alex Kelhorn. What's up? I, you know, I'm excited to be here as well. Uh, I enjoyed that preseason game last night. There were some some fun players on the field that oh, we've good. been talking <laughs> a lot about this offseason. Yeah. You know, it was good, too, because it wasn't like all the scrubs out there. You know what I mean? No, well, I mean, they were like their backups still for the moment, but uh, guys like Deshaun Watson and we saw a Christian lot of McCaffrey good and yeah. other guys. Yeah. We're going to be breaking down the entire Texas Panthers game uh, shortly here. Uh, we do got a loaded show in front of us here today. Uh, now, Alex Gelhar is usually the man behind the glass, but we have a gal behind the glass, too. Well, she's she's uh, shadowing right now. In two weeks, I'll be on. Is she a, a shadowy bit. league figure? Uh, no, <laughs> what? No, 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 She has just started here. Oh, she is not, show not anywhere close ascending to the status of shadowy league figure. But Erica is learning the ropes. I mean, they're, they're not very difficult ropes to manage. I mean, if I'm running this podcast successfully for three years... <laughs> I would assume somebody with her capabilities could as well. <laughs> Fair but enough. Uh, yeah, in two weeks I'll be back in the uh, the the north uh, with the family and stuff. Oh, the so north remembers. The north remembers. Envy, <laughs> <laughs> my guy, Marcus Grant. What's up? Uh, today is my Thursday, everyone. I just wanted to put that out there. For it's today also mine. Is yeah. your Thursday? Today is my Thursday. Okay. Tomorrow will be my Friday. Okay, good, perfect. Yeah. Uh, we got the fantasy <laughs> maverick, one half of the fantasy danger zone, the creator of the fantasy danger zone. We got Adam Rank in the building. What's, What's up? What's happening? How you doing, pal? I, I'm I'm just taken aback by the today is my Thursday. Right. I'm trying to parse through. Rest that. is my grinding. I don't know. Uh-huh. It's just kind of <laughs> one of those things. Are you dragging today, pal? Oh my God, a little bit. Yeah. Um. I'll I'll also. <laughs> 
tackle that in the daily depths because okay, I know yeah. there's a lot of people uh, who now we're into the serious business of football and there's games going on. Oh, yeah. So I won't I won't filibuster off the top. Although I will say, <laughs> I'm, <laughs> oh, this, is, this is football related. Okay, good. I'm looking forward because the <laughs> Bears. If you're if you're watching this before eight o'clock Eastern, yeah, or listening to this, whatever. Uh, the you Bears will be on, be watching on Facebook Network. Live. Or if you're watching it, yeah. If you're watching on Facebook Live, you know that yes. the Bears will be on NFL Network at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 Pacific. And I'm looking forward to that. And I'm also looking forward to my timeline mm-hmm. being inundated yes. with a bunch of grumpy people. Oh, Because, like, no matter what, whatever happens tonight. How about if they look whatever, awesome, though? It doesn't matter. Oh, Because then that's a It's just preseason. It's preseason. Now we'll go back to massaging – Aaron Rodgers. You're playing third stringers, bro. <laughs> Vanilla defenses, huh? Let's see uh, if we can start. Yeah, let's see when the season starts. You guys get the Falcons. Let's see. And then, <laughs> and then if if Mike Glennon makes one errant pass, like, oh, I told you this guy sucked. <laughs> it's over. Frank, that is the inherent beauty of the preseason, though. <laughs> it is and it isn't. I it's mean, it's that, that, that the fire for the takes has been, oh my God. been stoked, well, and know, the, the preseason uh, people just start throwing gasoline true. onto it. Sort of like. Sort of like Cal L and the power of the yellow sun. People have absorbed the heat of the yes. summer, yes. and they're reflecting it back in their It's a great analogy. That is very, very good. Although you Fair did enough. get me with vanilla defenses. <laughs> <laughs> you got me with that. It's like a, it's a, it's a buzzword <laughs> cloud that they just it is. Yeah. Where am I going to draw from? Uh, <laughs> vanilla defenses. He's no good. <laughs> These are guys that will be working at Arco next week. <laughs> Vanilla defenses might be one of my fantasy team. Oh, nice. <laughs> I like it. Oh man, what a great show oh, we with have! The Packers though, that they're in front of us defense. here today. Nitro. Oh, Texas Panthers. We're gonna recap that game. We're gonna talk about Lamar Miller. We're gonna talk about Run CMC, Christian McCaffrey, Kelvin Benjamin. They had great games. We'll break down what it all means there. Uh, we had a recent au- auction. Mock draft. Easy for you a, to a say. A mockion. <laughs> a mockion, if you will. Oh, oh man, mention something. Boom. Uh, we will recap that and give you some tips and tricks uh, in terms of that format. I got Plus, we'll close on, out on with that, mo- yes. that auction thing. You know what? I'll wait till we discuss that. Because oh, I have a bone to pick with Marcus. Oh, you do. With me. Right. A little bit. Right. Wow. Okay. What a tease. Wow. What a tease. I'm curious about But we shall good. start your show, as always, with your top headlines. The camera highlights in the world of sports. Breaking news. Breaking news. Breaking news. Breaking news. Whistles go. Woo! I like turtles. We continue to follow breaking news. I watch the news because I'm a kid. So y'all need to hide your kids, hide your wife. Now, in a normal setting, this would not be your first headline. But when people say people don't care about your fantasy team, they care about my fantasy team. And that's why I'm going to talk about Rex Burkhead. Yeah. Oh! <laughs> Wow. Uh, That's good stuff. Rex Burkhead reportedly having an awesome camp thus far. One beat reporter, Rich Garvin of the Worcester Telegram. I believe it's Worcester. Worcester? Whatever. Worcester. It doesn't matter. Worcestershire. Worcester. This is the quote. It appears Burkhead (laughs) is on track to be the lead back. Hmm. Mike Gillisley, Frank meanwhile. Frank is pointing to the heavens right now for those of you just (laughs) listening to the audio podcast. Mike Gillisley, meanwhile has been dealing with a hamstring injury that's hampered him all the way since back in the OTAs. How much credence, though, do we give to this report? I'm old enough to remember this when is... Brandon Bolden was number one on the depth chart. That was Monday. <laughs> this? Yeah, this is uh... <laughs> this is everything. Yeah. This is 
this is why the this, guy should go in the first round. It's, it's ridiculous. Really, it is ridiculous. But it also, the one thing about the Patriots backfield, I think that we need to say, is that Belichick makes moves in the offseason that he has a specific purpose for or that he has a, a vision for. Yes. And none of us know what that is. So it's, To win. Yeah, I mean, obviously, yeah, it is to win. <laughs> And uh, I know everybody's trying to find and be like, well, who's going to be the Garrett Blunt? Or who's going to do this? Like, he's changing. Like, that's he's he, he's moved on from that. Yes. He's finding different ways to win. He's trying to stay ahead of the game. And when we go into the drafts, because um, everybody just now see, like, well, Gillisley's going to get those 18 touchdowns that right. Garrett Blunt left. He's going to play. I'm like, that role is gone. Like, he's eliminated that position, and he's moved on to something else. And when you look at the price – and Burkhead is he's free, cheap. yeah, basically I mean, free. He's probably on the waiver wire. If you've done a draft already, yeah, he's unless old. except for us who right, are in a fourteen-team league. But <clears throat> and we're he's, smart, yeah. Well, listen, present, <laughs> I think, is the word that you were looking for. Uh, he's definitely worth a pickup. I'm not saying that he's going to go out and have a monster year, but again, until Belichick puts his cards on the table, we really don't know what game he's playing. All right, let's put, let's talk a little wide receiver news. Martavis Bryant uh, cleared to practice. I guess he's met all those re- mysterious requirements, I guess. I guess. He's back. Uh, <clears throat> we don't know what that means for the regular season, I don't think. I, d- I didn't read the exact, all the details, but uh, he's back practicing. And, and we'll, when we get more, we'll give you more. So, there you go. Get all that train. <laughs> that's, that's only because we don't have a rocket ship sound. For yeah, the, right? Or, or a spaceship. Yeah, where's the UFO sound? Where's that? <laughs> the alien's about to land. <laughs> Uh, we'll go to New York. Could it have been something as easy as, like, just somebody in the league office for just spaced on the paperwork? No, you know. Like, oh, man. <laughs> yeah. We're supposed to read uh, the state. I'm like, hey, you know what? He hasn't filled out all the requirements. I, well, the, some of the reports I had read were that I guess he, they were waiting for doctor's notes to finally come in. Interesting. <laughs> wow. I don't know. Were they using Elvis Doomerville's hey, fax man. machine? I know. <laughs> fax. I know. You got a note for that? <laughs> All right. So, Quincy Anunua suffered a neck injury. He's going to miss the entire season, man. The entire season. Ooh. He's got a bulging disc <laughs> yep. in his neck. Um, I'll ask you this. People are looking. I mean, people were looking at Quincy Anunua as a guy that was going to be, okay, let me draft Quincy Anunua because he's going to be a high-volume guy in what is supposed to be a terrible New York Jets offense. Right. So I guess the question still remains, is there a wide receiver that you would draft there knowing that there's a lot of volume up for grabs here? We'll start with you, Franchise. I mean, I guess the guy I would go to first would be Robbie Anderson because we saw him have some success late last season. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I'm not investing anything other than maybe like a 12th, 14th round pick in him. Like, because I I have no – we don't even know who the quarterback is going to be. So there's no way to really tell – they got our Darius Stewart. They got your boy Chad Hansen there. Yeah, Chad. but uh, <laughs> I, like I would lean Robbie Anderson just because we we've seen him we've seen him do well. Yeah. he knows the offense, but it's just kind of a dart throw. How about it, MG? Uh, let me think about it. No, <laughs> do not want. <laughs> you know, I kind of had a. I, I mean, had but a, there's so much volume here. There's got to be something. No. Uh, I mean, there's I, got to be, there has to be a gem here. I used to there. believe, there has to be. I used to believe in that. Hey, somebody's got to catch the ball theory, but I mean, not necessarily. I mean, you know, Robbie Anderson. You know, if, if we're talking about him now trying to step up and fulfill the duties of a number one wide receiver, yeah. I don't believe that. No way. Um, I'm trying to convince people on Twitter that Sharon Peak is actually a person. So, <laughs> oh yeah, you know, <laughs> he, he, am I right? He was actually quoted uh, this week saying they're 
is a 1,000-yard receiver on the Jets roster right now. He didn't say it was him. <laughs> I mean, in, on top of that, you talking got about Chad Hansen, obviously. On yeah. top of that, you have Obvious. the whole quarterback Definitely. situation right, where, right. you know, you, we, we know we kind of know what Josh McCown is. Uh, there's talk about you know what happens with Bryce Petty. There are reports that that Christian Hackenberg couldn't even break the huddle. I mean, it is a mess all around. Yeah. I, I want no parts of this. I think one guy we do need to keep an eye on is Austin Safarian Jenkins. Interesting. No, he's so, yeah, he's this supposedly is, is, is been dominant in camp. I this think is where he's suspended we are for the first two games. Yes, but if you're in a danger zone league or you're looking for a tight end super super late, like to back up someone like Jordan Reed or something, take a shot on him because. Like you said, someone has to catch those passes. I feel like it's. No. I feel like he's one of those guys you just put a flag on when you're looking at the waiver wire and be like, right. oh, I'll, I'll look at this. Hold man. on, see what happens. I, I need. S- I need to comment on the someone has to catch those passes <clears throat> thing that we've been saying because sure. that is not. I don't true. Yeah, I stop. I stop buying into that. Who led the 49ers in targets last year? No clue. Jeremy Curley. You know uh-huh. how many he had? He had almost 24% of the targets. Okay. Nobody actually needs to catch passes, <laughs> or a lot of people can. Like, I would, I want to believe that, you yeah. know, like Fox Mulder, I want to believe yes. that there is a fantasy-relevant wide receiver on this <laughs> offense, but I think right now the move to do is just let it play out and grab somebody from the waiver wire if – Sharon Peak proves he's a real person. If Robbie Anderson falls into all the, all the targets, if Ardarius Stewart like jumps up, but for right now, I'm with Marcus. Okay. Keep keep my hands off this offense. All right, fair enough. Persincinnati.com. Jeremy Hill suffered a significant injury, shoulder injury in Week Four last year, but he played through it, and the team never addressed it publicly. In the following nine games, Hill ran 130 times for just 339 yards, wow. a 2.6 yards per carry average, but this is interesting. Before the injury, 92 carries, 500 yards, a 5.4 yards per carry average. He ex- expected to be at least the nominal starter when the season begins, and he's in a contract year. I, I find that note to at least be interesting to me if you're thinking about maybe taking Jeremy Hill late, Adam Rank. It is interesting, and it is definitely Worth taking a flyer on him if the price is right, because obviously the the value is there. But all that sounds great, but then why did you draft Joe Mixon? Like, what what are you doing? Like, what do you what do you? I mean, obviously the team, like especially a player like that, it's not like he's so good and has no no off season baggage associated with him. You're like, well, how could we pass? It's very easy. A lot of teams pass on that guy. Yeah. But the Bengals were like, we're going to take the PR hit for this to bring this guy in because either they felt that. Hill was done, mm-hmm. or moving on from him. They weren't sure about Jer- uh, Gio Bernard at that also, point. Also, you right. know, and so those are the bigger issues to me. I know that it's nice um, that Hill did have a, a pretty nice little start to his, his season last year or, or during his career. Um, but I don't know. I just uh, – You don't I think – I think part of it could have just simply been contracts, not to interrupt, but Jeremy Hill's in the last year of his rookie contract. So if they don't want to pay him up, now they've basically got – a little bit of placement, yeah. yeah. I have, but I, I mean, have a but, question. But they also want to see. Yeah, I mean, I guess it, it all goes both ways. I, I have a question. Um, I mean, that that obviously seems like it's impactful that he played in much of last season with a shoulder injury, right? Um, what what happened in 2015 when he had one more carry and nearly 50 <laughs> fewer rushing yards? That's a great. That's a <clears throat> yeah. that's a great point. 
<laughs> I'm with you, Marcus. This it's an, a really interesting stat, but I'm still going back and trusting like, trusting my eyes on like this Jeremy is, Hill. This is two years in a row that he has been subpar. Right. And yeah, I I don't doubt that having a shoulder injury certainly impacted the way he played, but he wasn't great the year before. So, That's a good point too. Yeah. That's a very good point too. We'll stay with the running back theme. Uh, <laughs> Orleans Darkwa in New York for the Giants. This guy just won't go away. He's having. A great camp. Well, of course, the Last Jedi comes out, so why wouldn't Orleans Dark <laughs> noted noted Bro, I've been Tatooine here the whole time. noted Tatooine evacuee have uh, you know have a great camp. He's having a great camp, and as of last week, was splitting first team reps with Paul Perkins. Is this because well, Paul Perkins got smashed by Landon Collins <laughs> in practice? Did you see that? I don't know. Franchise showed us that video this morning. Leveled. Like. It was like so much disrespect from Landon Collins Don't lay to Paul out your Perkins. Franchise running back like that. Your franchise running back. Um, I, look, I, the reason I bring this up is because you know Paul Perkins is somebody. Um, no offense, but the fantasy hipsters love Paul Perkins. Taking Paul Perkins late. Sure, uh, he's from the U. CLA. CLA. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, from the U. <laughs> Ask him, MJD. <clears throat> that's right. That's right. MJD started that last year. <laughs> That's why Fantasy and Friends got canceled. Uh, <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Frank, do we need to talk about this? <laughs> At least it wasn't because of the hipsters. I'm talked out. <laughs> uh, all right, we'll save Actually, the therapy session for later. Yeah, we'll save it. We're, we got to get real football news in. Let's oh, talk about God. this Giants backfield because I'm still of the mind that okay. Perkins is the, the lead is back. Is the guy? Yeah, that's a good story. And it's – I mean, it's – I'm – it's a great hit. Like, it's fun to watch that kind of stuff in practice. Because I think because we get more access mm-hmm. to that now. Yeah. Because um, I was listening to um, 570 LA in uh, the radio AM in, in Los Angeles, and somebody was telling a story about Eric Dickerson uh, that they wanted to get him to, to catch passes in the backfield, out of the backfield. And the first time they tried that in a practice, a guy uh, named Nolan Cromwell who I think is a, def- a defensive coach somewhere. Actually, I think he's an offensive coach somewhere. Just crushed him, like laid him out. And then Coach John Robinson's like, okay, that's the end of that. We're not doing this anymore. So I think now with everybody having the avail- yeah, the, the access right. to right. these big hits in practice and stuff, that it makes a, a kind of a bigger deal. And it's fun. It's fun to look at. I mean, like, look, I'll watch it. Uh, but I still think that despite Orleans Dockwa doing well before the games even start, Ultimately, Paul Perkins has the talent and is eventually going to win that job. All right, so there you go. I don't know. For me personally, I, I would. I, I don't. Paul Perkins is being taken pretty late already. Yeah, he's going in like middle rounds. Where's he going? Eighth, ninth? Like seven? Oh hell no! <laughs> wow. Oh hell! I was no. just funny enough. Like just the other day, I was like, man, maybe I should start to come around on Paul Perkins because I was reading all those offseason reports, yeah, and yeah, I was yeah. like, if he does get the lion's share of the touches, like he could be close to a top twenty back. And then all this stuff happens. I'm like, this nope. is why I wasn't in on it. Just, right. just for the record, Orleans Darkwa's maxed out at 36 carries in a season in three years. So interesting. He has uh, had a lot of work. That's a good point. But also the other threat to Paul Perkins is that Shane Vereen's going to come back and. He, I mean, he tore his triceps oh, twice right. last year, right. but he has been their primary pass-catching back. Yeah. So Paul Perkins isn't a huge guy, so it's not like they're just going to use him as the early-down hammer. Yeah. So if he's losing some third-down or hurry-up work to Shane Vereen, that could take a significant chunk out of his workload slash upside. Yeah, and that's kind of what I was thinking. I mean, it's going to be it's going to be a committee anyways, yeah. and then if Orleans Darkwall is starting to steal, you know, First, yeah, Vulture volume goal line touches I just, or whatever. I don't know, man. I'm not. I'm not in on Paul Perkins this year. Yeah. All right, let's I hear recap. Is hate, 
hate. Yeah, that's hate, true. Yes, that's hate uh, is gonna hate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's talk about this preseason game that we had last night: Texans Panthers. Woo! Um, I got to be honest, with you, I, I was entertained in the first quarter. I thought it, it was, was actually kind of fun. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's fun. It's fun. It was good. All right, look to me, uh, Christian McCaffrey really impressed. Uh, Want to get you guys' reaction uh, on Christian McCaffrey on that early part of that game? And we'll start with you, MG, my guy, Marcus. Uh, I mean, I, I liked what I saw. Um, you know, I was, I was a little bit surprised they didn't try to target him in the passing game a little bit. Um, you know, I, I didn't think they'd do anything complex, but mm-hmm. uh, I just figured they would try to work that in. So, I mean, that was a minor surprise, not really a big deal. But I think on the whole, I, I thought he looked pretty good. You know, just some of those first game NFL type jitters I think he had to get out. I, I mean, but that's the thing, though. I thought he looked pretty darn comfortable. Um, I was actually really surprised by – well, first of all, I'll say this. I was surprised by how much they had adopted the offense to fit his running style. Mm-hmm. I mean, they run power already, which is which is great. And it's great for Christian McCaffrey because they ran power at Stanford. At Stanford. Um, but, man, those runs that he had, it, just, it looked like he was in a Stanford uniform all over again. I was impressed. Yeah, he didn't look out of place. James, you... uh, dude, I was triggered big time. <laughs> but it, yeah, but it was that was the uh, most impressive, most impressive thing against against you know a bunch of dudes will be working at Domino's next week delivering pizza, right. driving Uber. Right. Oh, this guy looking good. Like, but but seriously, he looked like an NFL running back. Like that was the one big takeaway. You're like, yeah, it's not like. Like, I think uh, until we see, like, Donnell Pumphrey go out there, like, yeah. and you see something like, like, oh, that guy's little. Yeah. But, like, McCaffrey just he look, look, looks like a runner. Uh, right? Everyone like knocks on guy. his size, but he's – He looked like a runner. So, uh, Jeff, Jeff Schwartz, former offensive lineman, had noted that the Panthers were also running more outside zone with McCaffrey, and that was one of the ways in which he changes the offense. So, he, he I think he allows him to be a little more – multiple in the way they approach their blocking schemes and stuff because he is such a versatile runner. But I thought he looked great. He showed patience. It looked like he was on the cusp of breaking a couple big ones there. And it was the kind of performance where you're like, man, if he gets 15, 20 touches a game, uh, he should be able to do plenty of damage from a fantasy perspective. If you take a look at the overall, you know, carries, Christian McCaffrey got seven, uh, and then Jonathan Stewart got two. You know, I don't know if that well, holds up during the regular season. Okay, that's that's where you can be like that's preseason, right? And we want to see this guy. Actually, I think it was Rivera showing everybody like, hey, we're not going to be afraid to run this guy through the tackles, right? Yeah. I know everybody's going to go out and be like, well, he's going to be this gadget guy. And uh, Kyle Brandt actually had a great analogy of it on uh, Good Morning Football, where he's talking about how how uh, he's a Swiss Army knife player. Well, yeah. Ron Rivera just took out the blade and said, "We're just going to cut you. <laughs> we're not going to pull out. The, we're not going to pull out the scissors wow. and corkscrew. That's violent. It wasn't. Listen, football is a violent game. Yes. Okay. So he no, did, football he, is family. He did. <laughs> oh gosh. I know. Well, listen. Some people's families are a little bit more violent. <laughs> he did. He did show off his speed on an outside run, getting to the edge too. So that was good. That to was see. nice. Yeah. We saw a lot of stuff, man. I mean, yeah. we saw we saw pretty much his entire. Arsenal, except Dude, except catching a pass. I want to see him catch a pass in space and do something. It's with like it. this guy's good at football. Yeah, it's almost Maybe. like he's good at football. Figure the eighth overall selection in the draft. <laughs> <laughs> can, I, can I ask you this though? Did, did did his performance, you know, change anything in regards to where you would take him in fantasy? I think he's still uh, going to go too high. In the th- yeah, he's dude. going in the thirties. Oh, right he's now. going in the second. Yeah, when I you think, sit down to do your draft, right? He's going to go. In the you're second. sitting there, yeah. sipping on a fresca. Mm-hmm. Having a good time, sure. Or no, I'm a, sorry. A fresca. I'm uh, sorry. I saw his. We've moved up to Lacroix. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's going ahead of Carlos yeah. Hyde, Spencer Ware, Ty Montgomery, C.J. Anderson right now. 
I take him ahead of Spencer Ware. I understand. I take him ahead of C.J. Anderson. I take him ahead of C.J. Anderson, too. I don't know if I take him ahead of Ty Montgomery, although we'll see, I guess, how good Jamal uh, Jamal Williams does. But I don't know. Did uh, To me, it just kind of it solidified, I guess, where he's at. If he's going to go in the you know late 20s, early 30s, I can get in on that. I can get in. I mean. But then he's like your RB, too. I know. And, and I don't know if he's going to. I don't know he's if he's going to jump into the top ten RBs, but right. I don't know. He's got that upside. Why not? Sure. I find I have a hard time thinking this year he hits that upside. I feel his ceiling's a little lower because Jonathan Stewart is still there, and so is that six foot five human tank Cam Newton around the goal line. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, and uh, look, I, I've noted it as well. Look, Greg Olson, Kelvin Benjamin, they operate in the areas where Christian McCaffrey can be successful as yeah. well, right? So. I don't know, but it just—he looked so impressive. Speaking of yeah. Ben, speaking of Benjamin, it was good to see him out there. Oh yeah, stunting on fools, breaking tackles. Holy. That one run he had where that quarterback bounced off him—I was like, oh man, all right. How about well, that catch? Yeah, it was a nice catch too. That was it unbelievable. Was Full catch. extension, touchdown. I and, mean, well, he's also close to the best shape of his life, guys. I mean, come on, <laughs> he did not look fat. He is back. He's he back. Not. He's back close to the weight he played at as a rookie. So I he mean, was, he's been P90xing it or something. If if <laughs> Kelvin if Kelvin doesn't rise a lot in ADP from now until the end of August, he's going to be a huge steal. Huge value. Like, he'll he'll be a top 20 wide receiver that you can get in, like, round eight or nine right now. Yeah, I just crazy. bumped him up a tier. Yeah. His ADP will go up from that That if got a little bit harder because of what happened. I know. I yeah. saw. I think I saw Matthew Barry and Mike Clay tweeting back and forth, crying over Kelvin's cheap ADP disappearing after yeah. that first quarter. But. No, no, it's true because uh, we're already seeing him rise on Fantasy Football Calculator. He's going uh, 60 overall on average. That so feels about right. Yeah, I think there. so too. I think so too. I mean, you look at his peer group: Brandon Marshall, Mark oh Ingram, God. Paul please, Perkins. Please no, I'll take Golden Benjamin Tate? over like all of those guys. Come on, dude. Larry, Larry Fitzgerald or Kelvin Benjamin? Oh, Kelvin Benjamin Ooh. all day. Give it to me. Okay, give it to me. Uh, standard, I'd take Benjamin. PPR, I'd take Fitz. There yeah. you go. Yeah. No, that's right. Yeah, that's um, but Kelvin Benjamin could be a great guy if you get running backs early and you know yes. you're trying to load up on that next tier of number one wideouts like the Benjamins and Fitzgeralds and you're Stephon right. Diggs and stuff. He's a great guy to target in that range. All right, let's talk about uh, Houston. Is there is there anybody else you guys want to discuss uh, in in regards to the Panthers there? Nope. I think that's about it, right? Really, I mean, we're not going to wax poetic on Dummy or Bird for the next negative. You know, 15 I mean, minutes. Negative. We I, haven't I, have a tre- I have a treatise written up on uh, <laughs> Joe Webb, but I'm going to leave it for a future podcast. Dude, Joe Webb, man. What a great career. What a great career. Why? Because he's been, <laughs> been bouncing around. James, don't take guy. the bait. <laughs> go, to the, go to the Texans. Go to the Texans. He's hanging on. Like, that's oh, cool, man. God. He's getting paid. <laughs> threw, threw a nice pick in the end zone. Never there. gets hurt. Against the Never fourth gets stringers. Hurt. Never right. gets hurt. Let's hit. talk about vanilla the defenses. <laughs> you go out there and you show out against a vanilla defense, man. You put that on YouTube and you show your grandkids someday. Like, look, I was a baller. They'll have no concept of what preseason play. or the NFL was. Right. And, uh, <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Let's talk about uh, the Houston Texans here, um, and, and we'll start with Lamar Miller. Uh, two carries, zero yards. Meh. He's the worst. That, Cut him. Uh, <laughs> sad. It's not so much. He didn't have a long of three, though. He had a long of three. Um, I, look, it, it's one of those things where I, I, he didn't he, he didn't need to have a great game, but, I mean, Alfred Blue on five carries got 33 yards. Yeah, vanilla defenses. <laughs> Dante Foreman yeah, on nine carries got 76 yards. Um, and Foreman looked great. <clears throat> but, again, he didn't have to come and show out, but I think he had to show something. 
Eh. It was two carries with Tom Savage. Right, man. Like, I'm not going to worry about it too He much. was just stretching his legs. Yeah. Okay. I mean, if this, same... if this persists, if we're ending the third preseason game and Lamar Miller has 26 carries for – 22 yards, then we might want to worry a, a alarm, little bit. Man. But <laughs> it's it's two carries with Tom Savage under center. I don't think the defense was respecting Tom Savage, even if it was extremely vanilla. There you go. <laughs> uh, let's talk about the quarterback play a little bit and as it, re- as it relates yes. uh, to the Houston receiving core. But uh, Tom Savage started the game. Uh, a little bit of a rocky start to <clears throat> to start the series, but – I thought he came on pretty good uh, in that late in that first half. So uh, finished nine of eleven for sixty nine yards. Nice. That's pretty good. It's not bad, right? It's pretty good. What's yeah. wrong with that? It's nice. Oh, that's nice. A lot of people were upset about that one missed throw, though. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. I I dig that. I I really love that part of preseason twit. Like, hey, you know what? He let that ball float a little. You know. Bit. Like you know what? That's like it's like when somebody's live tweeting the British Open or something. Like, hey, Jordan Spieth kind of hit that ball flat. <laughs> he kind of he's kind of fat on that yeah, one. Yeah, a little fat on that I one. A little chunky. Yeah, missed it a little bit. Uh, no, but Tom Savage, 9 of 11, uh, 69 yards. It's pretty good. I mean, he didn't have any touchdowns, no interceptions. So um, what do we make of his performance as it relates to, to the receiving core there, Alex Gilhart? Well, what I was going to make of his performance is I think it's going to be hard for him to hold off to Sean Watson. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Sean Watson came in, was obviously a little amped up. Missed a couple throws, mm-hmm. but he just looked so much more dynamic in the pocket, and yeah. he was making quicker reads. Like that was the thing with Tom Savage that was frustrating is he looked slow in the pocket, and he looked like he was making slow decisions in the pocket. Like Deshaun Watson was coming out, even if it was a checkdown, he was coming out, he was making his reads, throwing it quick, uh, and he al- also offers that running ability as we yeah. saw on his touchdown. Like he he's got the escape ability. I I think it's going to be hard for Tom Savage after two more preseason games to hold off Deshaun Watson. Even yeah, even when he threw one, uh, I think it was a third down. He threw it out of the back of the end zone. But there's just the way he extended the play, moved to the sideline, was and buying him. That receiver had sideline. a chance on that one too. He really did. And if it was somebody like New Hopkins, and as opposed to Curtin Jerk McGee, who's going to be working at a CC's Pizza next week, <laughs> and for uh, for uh, <laughs> you know it would. Might have been a touchdown. Yeah, and for a rookie to come in and have 25 attempts in his first preseason game, not throw right. a pick, that's pretty good. That's pretty he good. He threw a few balls away and didn't I make just, mistakes. He was high on a few. I, look, I, yeah, he, he missed a, a couple pretty bad. I still believe that Tom Savage will be the starter in week one for I this agree. team, but I, I do believe that it won't be long before Deshaun Watson's in there. I mean, Brian Hoyer got the got the cane pulled on him off the stage <laughs> in, like, after two quarters a so, couple but, of years ago. But I also think that you know because of that, I think – Bill O'Brien may be a little more deliberate in what happens just because perhaps just because his his quarterback maneuvers have been a cluster the last yeah. couple of years. I mean they have, but you also gotta feel for <laughs> Bill O'Brien is because he hasn't had a lot of great quarterbacks. You have Talking to wonder- about the disrespect being shown to the kids in this room. These Both guys these kids can play. Can play. Yes. Uh, if if he's out there watching subpar quarterback play again and he's got this dynamic rookie on the bench. It's going to be looking long and hard at Watson at number four sitting over there telling him to get his helmet soon. So yeah, Savage was looking a little bit like a guy who didn't want to make a mistake, who was a little too scared. He's yeah, driving, that's a good way to put it. He's, he's driving 60 in the second lane on the freeway. <laughs> i got to like, be honest. Oh, like, it, it, it was brought back a little bit of flashbacks. It had the flavor of Brock Osweiler. Ooh. I don't, I don't like that flavor. Do you know what Sad. I'm saying? A little safe, bit of a bit of bit of bitter aftertaste. That's, you know, that's, can that is make, that is the salt and vinegar <laughs> of uh, <laughs> fantasy football quarterbacks. 
Savage can yeah. <laughs> no, Savage <laughs> can toss hey, it. Salt and vinegar is good. What do you salt, salt and vinegar is not good. No, salt no, and vinegar. What are you talking about? Let's move on. Like, wait, wait, hold on. Sea salt. Wait, hold on. Yeah, we need salt to pause. Salt and vinegar. Sea salt and vinegar chips. Don't be you're, this You're guy. coming down on those. What? They're, they're not. Me, they're not. No, it is the best. Oh my god. Is this opposite day? Wait, no. Did Matt? Did Matt Harmon come into the studio? I really just, about? We I don't really need the Matt Harmon substitute. I was Find really just going to try to super popular and then just. I was really going to just drop that nugget of information and walk away from it. But now you guys, it, they because well, you said something ridiculous. They are yeah. bitter and and not good. Like why don't you just? You, you don't drink vinegar. You wouldn't just like just <laughs> wait. You cannot says. compare drinking vinegar to eating salt and vinegar. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's that's a bit of a jump. They're not good. It might you be your you, Thursday, you, you but that was offensive. Of salsa. <laughs> Like, do you go to a Mexican restaurant and just start drinking the the jar of salsa? No, you don't. Or do you? Or you do don't you drink you it. Consume that's, it. That's I drink. A, that's in small un- doses on that's, a chip. That's uncouth. You use a spoon. <laughs> True. <laughs> what what player were we Vinegar. talking about again? It's still Tom Savage. Brandon Tom Whedon. Savage. We're talking about Tom Savage. Yeah. <laughs> talking about Tom Savage and how yeah something or other. Well, this quarterback battle will be fun to watch. But Nuke got a couple catches. Looked good. Can I? So let me ask this: If Deshaun Watson, and this is what I have contended, if if Deshaun is the starter, I think that's better for Nuke because Deshaun has no trouble uh, tossing it deep downfield yeah. and letting his guy go get it. He, and he and did that Nuke, with Mike Williams for a long that, time. Exactly. And for Nuke, that's great for him. You know, you think about the air yards, you think about, you know, the. I think it'll be a higher quality target that he's going to be getting. I think if he's the starter Watson is, I think that's great for Nuke Hopkins. I might feel a little bit. I mean, I want to watch. Some, I want to watch some more of both of these guys yeah. in the in the coming weeks. But uh, I, it could, if the quarterback play is solid, it could yeah. swing me around to being more okay with Nuke at his current ADP. What? Whereas I said close. <laughs> the guy who you just said was the worst player in NFL history on Monday. Wow. Now is all of a sudden going to be Man, worthy. Oh, wow. thank yes. you for considering. Yes. You know what? Don't draft him. I, I, I said he was the worst player him. ever. I don't care if he falls I to the ninth round. <laughs> if he falls to the ninth round, you're still passing on him. Literally you've what lost, I said was I'd rather take him the as the wide receiver coach. 17. <laughs> <laughs> the That's good. Oh. My briefcase is empty now. It's empty. I'm gonna open We're it up. Taking and that football away from you. It's gonna be a post-it note of a hand-drawn middle finger. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Adam Rank nailed it. He nailed it. <clears throat> all right. So, uh, all right. So there you go. So that's uh, the, your recap. We have another game today. Uh, man, the preseason. There's a lot of games. There's like today, eight man. games. There's like seven or eight. Yeah. Like I think we'll have the full. Um, I like it. A lot of rookies to watch. The full uh, Scott Hansen treatment going on. Okay. Quad red, box. Red zone thing and quad red boxes. Red wow. I don't like it because o- it's Octobox? supposed to be the game. The Octobox would be the best. Ooh, give me the Octobox. Uh, but let's talk about this auction draft that we had. It's an auction draft mock uh, that we did. You can find it on NFL.com slash fantasy. Uh, MG, I think you wrote the, the recap on this. No? I did. Um, let's start with you. Um, give me your impressions of, of basically what happened there and and, um, and give me a tip that you can pass along to somebody who might be new to this format. Um, you know, my big tip about this, it's always – Try to be patient, and I say try because it's hard because a lot of times you'll see a player get nominated and you'll really want that guy. Maybe you've been targeting him in a more conventional draft and, and you know, it's somebody you really, really want. And I think a lot of times you, you kind of get in the moment and you get a little fired up and maybe you spend a little bit too much. And I, I, you know, I, I think about uh, our pal, Denny Carter, who joined us, and um, he went out and spent $11 on Eric Ebron. <laughs> 
Like Which pretty early. Fairly early, right? And you thought, okay, well, you know, okay, if Ebron's 11, then some of the other guys got to go for, like, big, big money. Right. Except none of them did. Yeah. Jordan Reed, Travis, uh, or Greg Olson, and I think Jimmy Graham all went for $9. $9. Right. After $9. after Ebron went for <laughs> Right. And so it's like one of those things where you feel like in the moment maybe you are getting good value. But, you know, a lot of times, especially certain positions, quarterback and, and tight end especially, you can wait. So – so there you go. Yeah, that was my one regret from my team was uh, actually buying Tom Brady at $20. I'm not like – I don't think it ruined my team by any stretch, but I was kind of in the process of upbidding him for other people, and then it stopped at 20 and I won him, which I was like, okay, that's fine. But I would have liked to have a little more money to work with to go after some other wide receivers because I like my wide receiving core, but there's no standout guy in it. I have a bunch of kind of tier two wide receivers on there, and had I had that extra, you know – $15 to work with had I waited and got a quarterback like Tyrod Taylor or Jameis Winston or Matt Stafford or something super late or Andy Dalton, I would have been in a little bit better shape. But, I mean, I got Danny Woodhead in this auction, so if we played this league out, I would win anyway, so it doesn't oh, matter. right. <laughs> no regrets. No regrets. <laughs> <laughs> um, let me that's from that movie with Jason Bateman? Yeah. Yes. That's, that's a Meet the Millers. Yeah. Meet the Millers. Or were the, the Millers. Millers. That's an underrated Jason, film. Jason Sudeikis. Pretty Sudeikis. Sudeikis is great. And let me. Throw oh wait, out. what did I say? Jason Bateman. Bateman. Yeah. Well, Bateman's Sudeikis. with Jennifer Aniston in the rest of her movies. Yes. Right. I'm sorry. <laughs> it was the one time. Let me throw out one Facebook Live question for you guys. Here. Sure. Richard Campa asks, anyone okay with taking Carlos Hyde in the fourth round? Good price? Absolutely. Yeah, yes. totally. Yeah. I think yeah. the uh, I think the reports right. out of camp have been positive the last couple weeks after really like good. an entire off season of negative reports. Right. And apparently he looks like the best player in the offense, and he's in a contract year. And I think, you know, you know in Kyle Shanahan's offense, uh, he legitimately might be. I think he's going to surprise a lot of people. Of life. Yeah, he yeah. legit might be. <laughs> he definitely. He is. said he's in the best shape since high school, right? I, he's yeah, he's lost uh, that much weight. Lost he's a bunch he's of weight. You know, he's apparently shredded. He's gone man, vegan. So. I don't know. I don't, I don't I'm know. joking about uh, that. Everyone's going vegan, so I don't know. People should though, man. <laughs> uh, so wait, now I have two Except things, fish. two yeah. questions I want to ask regarding this auction draft. James, yes. you left this mock with like thirty-eight dollars. Yeah, what the bro, what, what, what happened? Wyd, bro. Here's the thing. No, seriously though, my auction draft was trash. <laughs> <laughs> Why was it trash? What can our listeners take away from your auction draft? Well, so here's my thing: is is forty-six I, bucks on Mike Thomas. Here's what not to do. Yeah, this is what not to do. Well, look, my 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 whole thing was okay. I wanted to wait, be patient. Yeah, you know when you know Lev Bell's going for seventy or whatever, right. David Johnson going for seventy five or whatever it might be. I, I was kind of just sitting back and chilling out and saying, okay, well, I'm just gonna get a bunch of you know twenty to forty dollar guys because that's my general approach to auction. And and really, I try not to overspend on quarterback either, unless you're in one of those you know six point touchdown leagues, but. Um, I don't know. I just, I just kept, <laughs> I kept missing out, kept missing out, and I, and I didn't want to overpay, and as a result, by the time it got to a point where I could spend and wanted to spend, I realized my error was that everybody I wanted was gone. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, uh, man, I'm not gonna lie. I'm looking at happened, your roster. That and, a lot. Oh, dude, listen, my my team was absolutely. This looks garbo. like a two and fourteen fantasy. Oh, <laughs> However, um, straight garbo. Geez. What I would like to point out, though, is that you did manage to nab Matt Ryan for, for three bucks. bucks. Yeah. Wait, you paid twelve dollars for Marvin Jones because again, 
And franchise, that was the third most he spent on a wide receiver. Wow. I mean, it was a common- I spent twenty one bucks on Tyrell Williams. I, not that I wanted to. It's because at that point in the draft, you, I had you, all yeah, this you, money. I you needed outbid, you outbid nothing me. I could you, do. You right, jump right. <laughs> um, well, and so rank. Then you said you had a bone to pick with Marcus at the top of the show. I did. Well, let's let get me, to uh, it. Let's let me pick tell those you, bones. Well, I want to. Uh, first of all, let's acknowledge uh, my squad. Okay. Uh, because I also like to find the value in the quarterback position, and I set budgets for every every slot, um, put values on certain players. And personally, I'd rather walk out and spend three bucks on Matt Ryan, maybe even spend a dollar on somebody like Sam Bradford or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not going to sit there and allow Aaron Rodgers to get away for a value in the 20s. Like, right. that's just not going to happen. Right. My mistake was right. what I try to do is bid, bid up 29 bucks, and that somebody will have to take the 30 and somehow I got convoluted into my bid was the $30 one, which I knew would have been a threshold for a lot of people, and I should have just let it go. But I st- I'm i like, whatever. Like, I got Aaron Rodgers for 30 bucks. I had him valued at 35 bucks, So I'm like, okay, so I'm going to probably end up overspending on a receiver like A.J. Green. Right. And that's fine because I still felt that even though I spent more money than I wanted to at quarterback, uh, I'm still ending up coming in under budget yeah. and things like that. And, I, and look, when you're doing these drafts, Go look at the drafts that you do last year in fantasy football and realize how volatile it is and how much changes. The so, draft is just the beginning. It's just the when, beginning. So, you know what? And unless the salary cap is locked in for the entire year, yeah. like, dude, I'm going to I'm gonna get a, a first team of studs, and then I'm throwing a buck on everybody else. Right. I'll probably be dropping these dudes. And that's and, exactly what you did. So I mean, what I did is yeah. a cup. buck on Cameron Bright. Uh, Jonathan Williams there in Buffalo, Brashawn Perriman. These are all $1 guys. I, I like what you did. And then and Robbie Anderson and Ardarius Stewart, which I thought maybe somebody comes through. I thought one of them, that right one of them might thought, come through. I thought that was pretty good. Yeah. But Marcus had to point out, like, hey, Rank did this before. He couldn't allow me to just be like, hey, look, he, he had a little foresight. He's like, no, 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 make no mistake. He made bad picks that ended up working out for him. And you know what? That was a little hurtful. Okay, now, I did like that you you tried to rectify it with uh, with the with the acknowledgement of the Austin Hooper for a buck. But that's akin to being like, hey, you know what? You're a huge scumbag, and I don't like you. Wow. You nice shoes. Wow. Like, I was like, that, that <laughs> just called for. It seems I mean, so, so aggressive. <laughs> really? Like, why is he so aggressive to are, are, <laughs> <laughs> He's complimenting. It was you. it was it was hurtful. This was the quote from the article. I was I was quote. I was in the fetal position for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> we held this draft before Quincy Anunwa suffered a season-ending injury, and now ranks speculative drafting of Robbie Anderson looks a whole lot better. So he's saying the blind nut finds a squirrel every once in a while. Wow. That's basically the trick. I think you're overreacting a little bit. Me? Yeah. I underreact to stuff. I just say I'm stoic like Seneca the Younger. Okay? Uh, and what? this read a goddamn book. I just read the internet. Uh, <laughs> oh my the, the rails were off. Then. Can I just say? Oh can I just say you brought up a good point earlier about how? But I nullified it. Uh, just a strategy thing here. I think people don't realize how much you really have to pay attention to every player that's nominated in an auction, because, like you said, with Aaron Rodgers, you didn't want to let him get away for too little. Yeah. So if you think a guy is getting a, like someone's going to get a, an elite player for you know, less than his value that gives, if they get, if they do win him, that gives them an advantage going forward to get, spend more money on players. You want that guy to max out 
yeah. what he's paying for that top guy. Yeah. That's what makes this fun. Right. 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 So he can't have that advantage later on. So you our- pay attention. If a guy like OBJ is only going for maybe like, like so. 35 bucks, bid it up. And worst case, he ends up on your team. Yeah, you end up with him. Like- Best case, someone pays maybe a dollar extra than he should have no, because a, you were in a war. It's a good point, too, Francis. Not only being cognizant of who's nominated, but also like who's bidding and what their team looks yes. like. Yes. Because if you realize like, oh, like James really needs a wide receiver here. Like I'm gonna bid uh, him up. Right. Like, you know, all the good wide receivers are gone, point. and he's gonna want this last like tier one wide receiver. I'm just gonna keep driving that bid up because I know he's gonna have to go for it. I don't want to exactly. let him get it as a value. The yep. reason I love auction drafts is because of this. You have to be so much more engaged. Yeah. And, and I know it takes a lot longer. You know, it's gonna take you a minimum of three hours, but. Those three hours are so intense, yeah. and they're so fun. You man. can't yeah. even get up and go to the bathroom. I'm No, you can't. Oh, it's crazy. It's yeah, crazy. You have to pause the draft. That's, yeah. not really a awesome. selling, that's not really a selling point. For no, me. I know. It's, it, it, sounds like, <laughs> it sounds like it's not. <laughs> it is, though. But, you know, it's like a great movie, though. Right. Right? Like, let's say you go to a three-hour epic, epic like Christopher Nolan film. I mean, you, you you don't have time to go to the bathroom, man. But you can't, do if you can't miss you, anything. You, you do if you download the Run P app that tells you what part of the movie you can get up and go to the bathroom. That's what? a real app. Is that, that yeah, an app? That That's is, amazing. That is, that is a thing. That's great. Uh, I want to add in one last piece of advice for when you're doing an auction draft is you have to manage the the tilt because now, unlike in a snake draft, you actually get a shot at every player. You so do. you're gonna lose out on more guys that you want. Like the sniping feels much more frequent because you're gonna be in heated bidding wars and somebody's going to take you out. So you have to get beyond that and always be looking to the next player and how else you can build your roster because it happens so much more quickly than in a snake when, you know, you pick with the third pick and then you got to wait, you know, 14, 16 picks before it comes back to you uh, on the other way around. You have to be much, much more focused and able to, to bounce back quicker. Yeah. All right. So Agreed. there you go. Um, I, I really enjoy this format. If you guys haven't done it, please do it at least one time just because it's, it's so different than your typical yes. And by the way, full recap, NFL.com slash Grant. It's one of his most recent stories. You can see all of our teams, how much yes. we spent, and Marcus breaks it all down there. So there you go. Um, all right. So And tries <clears throat> to steal my soul. And steals your soul. <laughs> nice, nice shoes, though. Nice, <laughs> nice shoes. <laughs> Dirt bag. Um, so, again, we got listener league signups going on right now. How do you go about doing this, right? So you got to subscribe to the podcast. You've got to rate the podcast. And you've got to review the podcast. Um, if you do those three things. Now, and here's the thing. I, I get that folks have been hitting me. I, I listen to it on Spotify. I listen on this. I li- and I can't rate it. And I can't review. Guys. Guys. <laughs> Google it. <laughs> just Google it, or I, I know this is crazy, what? but you can download another app. What? Rate it on there and then <sighs> delete the app. I know this is crazy, and you don't want to download extra apps. It's like three extra clicks, James. <laughs> <Man>. God. <laughs> You're out here living in 3017. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you really want to be – this is my thing. Do you really want to be in this league? How bad do you Good want point. It? Good point. You know what I'm saying? It can't be that easy. Yeah. If you really want to be, a, find a way, find a way, and stop at tweeting me. Just find a way. <laughs> if you do have a subscription review attached to it, please screen grab it, send it to us. Let we us will. Know. Look, we will try to look at all the platforms, but that's getting them right in front of our faces certainly helps as well. That's what it is. So again, please, if if you got questions. I'm not Google. We gotta start adding guys to these things quick, though. We're gonna have to uh, yeah, graphs in a couple. Are we ready? Are we ready? Google. We're gonna have to do to like, add somebody. We're gonna to have the to add like seven people a week here. Uh, we're, we're gonna. 
<laughs> um, are we ready? Are you ready? You guys still have to figure out rules for your league. Yeah, we haven't figured out rules. We haven't figured eight, out like, scoring eight, systems 18, and stuff. 18, two quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> wow. We're not doing two quarterback. <laughs> we are doing 6-4, though. We're going to go 6-4. Uh, 245? What are we what are No, we no. Six, six points for the touchdowns, four points for any turnover. Any turnover. Oh, any turnover. heaven. Ooh. Danger zone. But that's why we're going. But that's why I want to you know do. What? That's I'm why gonna, I want to do. Single other than working out their personal problems right here. How about right. this? Six points, passing touchdowns, positive one point for interceptions, which means Jay Cutler. You're found it. No, he's Blake, not going to throw that many with Adam Gase. <laughs> that means that means Blake Bortles. Blake Bortles, the QB one. Yep. Let's go. All right, but we'll figure all these things we out. But again, Adam Gase. This is the. This is how you you get into the listener league. Subscribe, rate, review. Do it. And remember, fantasy season is here. Keep the game at your fingertips with the NFL Fantasy app. Boom. Draft live. Manage your team anytime, anywhere. Visit NFL.com slash fantasy and get started for free. That thing's getting a lot, a lot better. We've cool. seen a lot of the updates this offseason and, the app? and such. The a app, cool yeah, a lot of cool new features. Okay. You know the what? Lazy Man optimized your lineup. They've got cool yeah. new stuff for the game centers showing you yeah. if your guy's even on the field. Okay. So, like, say you're stuck at a wedding or something and you're watching your thing. You don't have to tilt knowing whether or not Mike Evans is going to be getting targeted in the red zone. The app will tell you if he's on the field in the red zone or if he's not. I don't know. I feel like that's going to add to the tilt when you see that the you know, <laughs> well, when you see that a team is in the red zone and you're like, why is my guy not on the field? Well, or but then if they if he's on if you think he's on the field and he's not catching passes, you're like, why aren't you throwing it to him? At least now you know, like, oh, you weren't on the field in the, mid- in the middle of a wedding. If you're, you're just not, like Mike Evans, if you're not getting emotional Who's at a wedding. During the football, there are plenty of fall weddings. They're ridiculous. Oh, I don't. I don't know. agree with I've them. Been but they one, exist. Oh. I've been oh. to one that not only was a fall wedding. Uh-huh. Sunday. Yes. No open bar. Ooh. Wow. Not even. Not are you even still friends with these people? None, I swear it's, to God, don't talk to them. But it's, <laughs> not even because that's what I do. Why couldn't I, have just been a budget conscious wedding? Well, then fine. Here's what I well here's what I do when I show up to a wedding. I've got two gift cards. All right. One's for two hundred and fifty bucks. Yes. One's for fifty. Uh-huh. And if the, open if it's, open if it's bar open with high end alcohol. Uh-huh. Here's two hundred and fifty bucks. Yes. Beer and wine. Here's fifty per okay. person. I if see. my wife's with me, then we'll each. We'll, oh, it'll be I hard. see. Good. Uh, Good to know. And if it's um, cash bar, and if, and if it's cash bar or just no, like just I'm, just I'm the single stuff. Oh, <laughs> I'm taking it. <laughs> the centerpiece coming out. Oh. I'm breaking all of them. What if it's beer and wine and two specialty cocktails? Oh, that's that's, full. that's a full. <laughs> all right, you're a full gift card. Fra- all right. franchises is full basically testing the water. Yes, no, no, that's wedding. a full. <laughs> what yeah, Weddings like, aren't cheap. What if? What so if? I, no, no. Yeah. Okay. All right, should we get out of here? <laughs> yes, daily daps, and let's do it. Extra, extra, read all about it. This is the daily daps and hoops. Give me daps, cause I be scribbling right. Give me dabbing up daps about daps all right, daily dap time. We shall start with MG, my guy, Marcus Grant. What you got? Well, I, I guess I should daily dap this Run P app because you guys didn't know about this. Uh, oh. I was gonna, yeah, I was yeah, gonna dap you for bringing this up because I don't think that we gave enough, uh, yeah, so enough attention to this. Yeah. So it, it is an app amazing. you can download on your phone, and then you know when you go to a movie, you start the app as the movie begins, and it will sort of buzz in your pocket whenever you get to a spot in the film where you're not going to miss anything significant, any you know significant plot points or anything like that. I see. It uh, allows you to get up and, and go pee. Okay. So uh, I th- like that. That was kind of an impromptu daily dab. Yeah. Um, do you have anything planned? Uh, I do. Oh. Uh, I have one. One of my new favorite Twitter accounts is, and now I, I lost it. Oh, it's, uh, it's called Craigslist, Craigslist Love. And that's, that's it. I mean, so it's just it's people posting on Craigslist 
trying. They're all, you know they they're written up anonymously. Okay. Um, but uh, for instance, uh, let's see. I'm tons of fun sober, but oh man, am I even more fun tipsy? Uh, <laughs> I like Snapchatting pictures of my double chin. What? <laughs> what? Um, looking to find a new friend to let me do some laundry. I mean, this thing is uh, is kind of amazing. That reminds me of a segment uh, back in one of the radio stations in Milwaukee when I lived there used to do it called Missed Connections, which yes. is also a thing on a Craigslist, Craigslist that they would go yes. find. But these would be like missives that people would write, and they'd always play the Lionel Richie, Hello, Is It Me You're Looking For song underneath it, but it'd be like, hey, like – I was at the, you know, the Mayfair Mall, and I was getting a coffee, and I saw you leaving the Cinnabon. <laughs> we made eye contact, and I could have swore there was a deep connection. You were wearing like a red jacket with a My Little Pony backpack. So, like, if you if you find this, you know, please email me or whatever. And like, they'd be the most ridiculous things, it's but great. it was so funny. Apparently, this uh, this Craigslist love also seems to have a thing for Michelle Branch, the singer. I don't what? really know why. Oh, word. There are wow. several. There's, the, there's several tw- song. There are several tweets to. Oh my God! Over. What's that one Michelle Branch song that was popular? Everywhere. Is that what it was? Everywhere to me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I always felt like. I always felt yes. like that was a, an Erica yes. assist back here. Yes. She's already. She's already coming up big behind Call the glass. Me, maybe. Didn't she also? She also <laughs> did. Carly Rae Jepsen broke. Come on. She also bro. did a duet with Santana. If I'm not. Yes. Relax. I was. I also felt like, I also felt like she and Vanessa Carlton were kind of shake it off yes. or whatever. Um, finally, my final, my last daily nap is uh, happy birthday, Pop. Uh, my dad's birthday. Oh, happy birthday, happy birthday, Pop. There you, there you go. go. All right, franchise hit me. All right, I uh, went to a little Capitol Records party last night because my fiance still works there. Humble brag, bud. Yeah, so I'm gonna do a little bit of bragging because it was lit. Yeah. You gonna so, drop some names, bro? Yeah, I'm gonna drop some names. So. I met one of my favorite female singer-songwriters. Her name is Maggie Rogers. Maggie Rogers. You guys might not know about her. It wasn't Michelle Branch? No. (laughs) Or Vanessa Carlton. Her big song is Alaska. Um, She did this program at NYU, this music program that Pharrell came and sat in on and was like, she was like a student and he was listening to all the songs that they produced in this class and her song made him cry. And wow. that's kind of how she got recognized. He was like, I wouldn't change anything in this song. The song's amazing. You're going to be great. Now she's signed to Capitol Records. And I was just waiting in line at the bar. And I was like, kind of on the lookout because I thought she might be there. And she was just in front of me, like, ordering a drink. And I was like, What's your order? Uh, she got a bunch of drinks for, I think, a group of people. I think oh. she specifically got a, a whiskey ginger. Oh, oh. Good choice. But I tapped her on the nice. shoulder and I said, Good Maggie, call. I'm a big fan of your music. And she turned around and was like, what's your name? Shook my hand. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, my heart was <laughs> And then later, so that was cool, I met Maggie Rogers. Uh, MC Hammer was there. McHammer? Yes. <laughs> and I, got, I met him and I got a selfie with MC Hammer. And I was like, yo, there was a bunch of food trucks. I was like, have is you it on, got the food? And is it on like, the gram? It's on Twitter and the gram, my selfie with MC Hammer. And he was like, oh, I'm a vegan. And I was like, there's sweet potato tacos at their truck, and they're delicious. And he's like, I just had some sweet potatoes before I got here. I was like, yeah, sick conversation. Let's get a selfie. (laughs) And that was it. And that was it. I met MC Hammer. Why are you guys both talking like your characters on Saturday Night Live? I don't know. (laughs) I wish I would have been there to meet Mick Hammer. But, I mean, he was so cool. There was like a 15-minute period where people were just – Walking up to him, getting pictures, and he just like he knew. wasn't wearing hammer pants, was he? He, well, he was wearing very baggy sweatpants, hammer pants. I was because we were like, are they are they the parachute pants? I don't know. Are they, they were joggers? like kind of. 
They weren't. They were too baggy to be joggers. Okay. So LA of you to be at this industry party. But he had rubbing he had, elbows with it Nick, was, Nick Hammer and uh, I mean, your musical <laughs> idol. Yeah, man. And it was funny when you hear it. I'm it is. Just, I'm just going to call him Nick Hammer. For it was, oh, it was awesome. It was cool. It was a very cool night. So you can check out the selfie on Twitter. So daps to Capitol Records, MC Hammer, and Maggie Rogers. I absolutely love it. Whiskey from Wisconsin. What you got? Uh, I got a dap the Hard Knocks premiere. Harmon oh, and I watched yeah. it last night, yeah. and uh, it was already like I don't want to disparage the previous season, but this episode was already a thousand times better. You can than disparage last it. We know Agreed. it was a good uh, season. Agreed. But like that, just the the personalities and the storylines around the Bucks. You know, they're yeah. a, they're a team that's kind of on the cusp. Yeah, they've got this young quarterback who's played pretty well. But he's got to step it up, and he's got a lot more responsibility. Djax is there, Gerald McCoy, oh, yeah. all the random guys on the periphery. So I, I just really dug it. It was, a, it was a great start. It set up a lot of stuff. I'm, I can't wait to watch play out through uh, training camp. And it was typically shot just gorgeously by That's the funny. guys at NFL Films. So. That's funny. I was going to daily dap the exact same thing, but between Jameis and Djax, yeah, I mean. The Rams didn't have any players. They did no. not. I like mean, that. Like, they're, they're, they're they had not. Jeff Fisher. Their most say their coach had get... such a such a huge personality. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> seriously. Like their and their their best uh, like kind of personality was Aaron Donald, and you know, I mean, like the the Bucks have that with an interior D line with Gerald McCoy, but like right. he just he doesn't have to carry the whole show. That's so. what I'm saying. But between, I mean, the 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 whole like five minute intro with Jameis Winston at his house, so was funny. Was, that was great. Was it like, uh, it's like a crocodile Dundee with roaches. Yeah, awesome. yeah. <laughs> it is awesome. When man. he's just got like I was talking about with Harmon, like Jameis just has that it factor. He's as, so like, impressive. A QB and yeah. like a leader, like he's got he that natural charisma. Yeah, that like even when and oh man, when the rookies were singing their songs too, like that was hilarious. Yeah, it was great. It was a great first episode, a great first initial offering. Um, and then the other thing I'm gonna daily dap is. The return of football, yeah. but Premier League football comes oh. back this weekend. Oh. Wow, get out of here! I was, Don't a, you... I was a little switcheroo there. Yeah, of course. I had Dude, to, I got I had that. To, I had to mix it up gonna, on people. I was going to adapt the same thing because the Arsenal pro- kicks off. Yep. Uh, you play on Friday tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow, uh, 45 Pacific. Uh, but uh, bro, Liver- when did Liverpool? you become a soccer fan, bro? I'm all about. Are you prepared for another season of disappointment with Arsenal, bro? I'm a Bears fan, so. (laughs) But the Premier League returns this weekend. NBC Sports has a lot of great coverage. If you've ever been interested in watching it, you can stream most of their games, and they cover it all Saturday morning and stuff. So, as I said, uh, depending on how when we come back from the K Town Throwdown, I may just be staying up all night to watch Liverpool because they play at 4:30 in the morning Pacific time on Saturday. Ouch, brutal. We got K Town Throwdown Part Two. Oh yeah. Wasn't going to dap it until Monday because right. who knows who if knows? we'll survive or what will happen. It, and it could be terrible. Could be awful. You Foreshadowing. Know? You never know. You never why know. Da- why is daily dapping now? Uh, Adam Rank, what you got? Uh, I'm going to start with the building air conditioning. Yeah. <laughs> dap that because for the last, for the previous <laughs> three weeks, it's been super hot, like aggressively hot for even me. Well, I not wanna... to mention the fact that it has been the most humid that any humid place has ever humided ever. <laughs> it was like Florida. Like, people are walking around right. with swamp crotch and, and everything. Also, it's not like, <laughs> don't want to make the scene like it's a first world problem to the listeners, but our office is just a concrete box yeah. with <laughs> thousands of people in it. So if there's no AC, it's basically just a convection oven for eight a, or nine hours a day while you're sitting inside it. And instead exactly. of air flowing through there, it's just BO. Just BO. Yep. Pretty much. This building was a parking structure. For when it was first built, that they made into offices. Great. So it's not great. And then so then they overcorrected it now. Oh now my it's God. like Ice it's Planet crazy. Hoth. I love it. Like there's a tauntaun. I love it too. Uh, we have a tauntaun downstairs. <laughs> 
that I use for warmth. I thought, I thought like those now. things smelled bad on the outside. By the way, Rank, yeah. have you ever seen the Tauntaun sleeping bags? They actually make those. You should get one for Ahsoka. Ahsoka? That's smart. She needs to have You just zip it up and it looks like you're yeah, you know? Tauntaun. I have to, yeah. I have oh, to return good. some of her birthday presents, so I'll like put it. that on the list. There we go. Perfect. People not buying books. Like, come on, buy a book for her. Like, she doesn't need another toy. Like, people, why? Why? I don't know. Anyways. Okay. Um, I did. Uh, so I was going to dap the Arsenal, but Alex okay. talked about it. Uh, the players' weekend jerseys that MLB will be Oh, those are going to be fun. Those are cool. Like, they look ridiculous. They look like softball league jerseys. Well, I, think the, I think the plan is to make them look like little league jerseys. Little league I jerseys. think that was the idea. Okay. Like, if you're buying a jersey at Marshall's that wasn't officially licensed <laughs> right. MLB, that's what they look like. <laughs> right. <laughs> but the cool thing is, is everybody has a nickname on the back. And Kyle Seeger of the Seattle whatevers. Mariners. Mariners. Who cares? Nobody likes them. <laughs> Um, his wow. his nickname is Corey's brother. Oh man, Corey is his brother who plays for the L.A. Dodgers. That's fantastic. Who you've never seen here in Los Angeles? So who who not on TV? Is it fans that gave him the nicknames? Or no, is, no, no. I think the, no, the players got the peers pick their call own. Him. There's a lot of inside oh. jokes. It feels like okay. when you start looking through, and the one that stood out to me is that you're like, well, Andrelton Simmons, the hipster MVP yes. of this season. You're like, he's going to have to have Simba on the back. What did yeah. he put like, on the back? Simone. Uh, people are speculating that Disney was like, no, you can't do it. Uh, like, Simba means lion. Which is also sort of sour grapes since Disney owned the club for a while. A little bit. Yeah, they're a little That's probably little why. Hurt. They put the Ixnay on that. They're like, oh, you want some of this? <laughs> Syndergaard can have Thor, but huh. nobody else. I'm not going to lie. I love these hats looking at it, but why did the Brewers not go with the old MB Glove MB, logo? Yeah. That would look so good on they this all yellow hat. Like, just go back time. to it, I Brewers. Agree. That should just be all the, the best time logo anyway. in sports. <laughs> that really was a, a dapper logo. Like I really cool. like that one, even for a Milwaukee team. Like it was. Pretty sweet. <laughs> if anyone who designs hats is listening, I want one of those hats, but with like real leather on the glove part. Oh, that would wow. be cool. I mean, oh. of course, I say this, but I can't wear hats because this stupid gigantic <laughs> head. But. Honestly, James, that feels like a Mitchell and Ness sort of thing. <sighs> Mitchell and Ness are the people at 47 that brand. That sounds pretty good, right? New Era, anybody who's listening. Okay. Um, what else you got, pal? Uh, the Angels on their getaway day to Seattle to go play the whoever's. Uh, they all wore NBA uniforms. NBA uniforms. Yeah. Okay. So they're all dressed up, which was, I'm hoping, I know this isn't why they were doing it, but I'm hoping that they were doing that going to Seattle because they don't have a basketball team. <laughs> and it was just a, <laughs> a troll. It would have been, it would have been greater if they were all wearing Oklahoma Thunder that uniforms. Like, that would have been hilarious. That would have been a legendary I, troll move. I, I like to believe that that was part of the reasoning behind it. And, of okay. course, my buddy Tyler Skaggs. Great. Rocking the Jerry West. Good. Which was super awesome. Okay. Uh, I would like to dab the, uh, the, the game of backgammon. Backgammon? Which, uh, yeah, Franchise and Harmon are trying to bring it back. It's the new hipster this creation. This is fake news. This is I don't even know how to play. <laughs> I know they're going to go to their fake tasting. News. They're going to go to their tasting rooms and start <laughs> playing backgammon. I will. Yes, I, will. I don't even know how that game works. I don't know anything about it other than what it looks like when you and, walk by it in the toilet. And other than the fact that franchise and Harmon are trying to bring it back. When they didn't it just seems I'm trying to get them to bring it back. No. No, no. They've 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 been trying. <laughs> they've been playing. Right, right. I know. Yeah, yeah. They're yeah. secretly playing it. It's already what, too what mainstream. You guys have this narrative between yourselves <laughs> like what's going on here? You're the hipsteriest hipster who ever hipped. Oh, Obviously, you got you. you got Thank mad. You. When you, got, I, you got made as a hipster, bro. You I know. Got made. Some girl <laughs> massaged your. Now, now look at me. You know. Now look at me. 
I'm hey, nothing. You're hanging out with Mick Hammer. Yeah. And Come Melissa on, Etheridge bro. at Industry <laughs> Party. Melissa Etheridge. Like, you're, having, you're having. That would not make me hipster. Having, the show has gone silent. That would not make me hipster. You and Katie Lang were having whiskey gingers. <laughs> Amy God. Grant. Yes. Amy All Grant's a good pull, too. <laughs> oh, All right. Co, why don't you. Wait, hold on. Hold on. Uh, the what? K-Town Throwdown. Okay. I will not be able to attend. Uh, I, a long time ago, had, <laughs> had uh, already put in my request for a night off uh, uh, to go see the NXT brand of the WWE. It's the developmental brand. Yes. Uh, and anybody who's into fantasy sports knows that one of the stars of NXT, Eric Young, is a huge Fantasy football Huge. nerd loves fantasy. He, he was able to come by, hang out with us, and then we went to the show last night. Dude's got some and, guns. Um, yeah, he's and he's yeah. pretty good. Like he's a he's a good wrestler. It's a good product. It's a lot of fun. It's people. Anybody who goes to these matches loves wrestling. They have to buy. You can only watch it on the WWE app. Mm-hmm. So. You don't get a lot of posers who just want to go and take pictures and be like, hey, look, I'm at Raw. I look cool. No, you're a serious wrestling fan. That's kind of and, a team uh, move because that's what I did. You did. I know. I was looking right at you wow. when I said it. I know you did. Um, wow. I was actually thinking of Akbar. Okay. It's a very Akbar <laughs> thing to do. No, because Akbar was on Raw one night, which was very – I mean, I understand it was for American wow. Ninja Warrior. Look at your eyes turn green because you just got not, so jelly. You know what? I'm look not you. I'm not jealous <laughs> because after the show, yeah. Eric – texted me uh-huh and uh he goes hey are you still around and we're like yeah we're we're still here he's like hey come down to these come down to the doors down here Beautiful. i'll take you backstage so we went backstage and we're meeting like bobby rude who was in the main event was just walking by and eric's okay. like hey be my friends and shook hands with bobby rude hands still sweaty from the match normally i would be grossed out but i'm like dude that's awesome never washing his hand again this is glorious that's pretty dope <laughs> and if you're a wrestling fan you're marking out right now because you're like oh my god i get where that reference is yeah. uh met a bunch of the dudes they were super cool what, what was fun is like bobby rude eric like those are veterans like they're they've been around they're okay. they know the game yeah but all the young dudes so cool like very approachable very like genuinely thanking us like hey thanks for coming to the show we appreciate right. it did you have a good time and like was like oh cool like these guys are uh they're uh they're good ambassadors for it so it's a lot of fun but unfortunately uh because i was out wednesday just the the, the thought of even going and being like hey i need to go out friday night to k-town <laughs> is gonna be like um you gotta pick and choose veto- those battles we're gonna have veto powers yeah, plus okay. the baby i think yeah is- yeah Oh, little Ahsoka. Yeah, I had to get uh, I had to get special permission as well. So there you go. <laughs> All right, so that's your show. Um, I wanted to uh, again remind folks about the Listener League. Uh, subscribe, rate, re- review. Um, obviously go to NFL.com/fantasy. Oh my gosh, there's one other thing I want to talk about. Oh, next week I'm super excited because I really want to uh, I really want to delve deep into sleepers. Yes. So next week, uh, both episodes will be dedicated solely to sleepers. I mean, we'll get your top headlines and do those things too, but. We're going to, I mean, we are going to hit you with more sleepers than you know what to do with me. Whoa. It's going to be a sleeper spectacular. It's going to be next week. We're just going to name every player in the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> Here are the sleepers in the NFC North. Aaron Rodgers, Jordy Nelson, Amir Abdullah, uh, Golden Tate. Orleans Darkwa. It's going to be dope, man. I'm telling you. People love sleepers, and we're going to give it to you. Sleeper. Um, if you want to dominate your league, you're going to want to listen uh, to to the next two episodes next week, it's going to be good. So, I, and I know we never ever talk about football at the end of these podcasts, but you know what? Hey, sometimes you got to hang around. We hey, broke yeah. news that one time. Hey, yeah. Here we are. Oh. Here we are. Let's go uh, for the whiskey from Wisconsin. Alex Gelhar, MG Mike, guy Marcus Grant, the magical beard of fantasy, Matt Franciscovich, and Adam Rank. I'm James Cole. We're out. See you later.
I was saying like romper room, you know, when Miss Nancy would like stand there and like look in her magic mirror and be like, and I see Billy and Stacy. And I was like, I'm sitting in front of the TV. How do you not see me? <laughs> like, I was always so confused by that as a kid. Like, how do you not? I'm right here. Nan- I'm Nancy, I'm, way, I'm right here. Come on. Count, come on. Come on. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish spring body wash and bar soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.